Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip from tripadvice.com. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about matchmakers. Should you hire a matchmaker? What's a matchmaker all about? How do they help people? How does the process work? So if you've ever been interested in this, well, today I have an interview where we're going to go really, really deep. I'm going to be interviewing Natasha Knoll from Absolute Bachelor Club, and she is a matchmaker and a very good one at that, and she's going to be talking about her services and how it all works so you can understand if this is something that you might want to do in the future, whether it be with her or really anyone else, but this is going to be very educational for you. Now, before we get into that interview, if you are looking to not do matchmaking, but do something a little bit more on your own, actually going up to girls, meeting them in a whole variety of spaces, whether that be at a club, at a bar, on the street, at a dancing class, at yoga, at the grocery store, pretty much anywhere. I have a full system that teaches you how to do that, and it's called Hooked at GetHerHooked.com. That's where you can learn more about the program. Basically, in a quick summary, this program is a step-by-step process that teaches you everything you need to know to start getting women hooked on you, what to say to them, how to get them interested, what makes women attracted to you. So whether or not you've ever talked to a girl in your life, this program is for you. It is my signature program. So learn more about it at getherhooked.com. Now, let's go into the interview with Natasha Knoll, where we're talking about everything matchmaking. I think you're going to like it. Here it is. Hi, Natasha. It's good to have you on the podcast. Hi, Trip. So nice to be here with you. Yes, we're here with Natasha Knoll from Absolute Bachelor Club, and she is a dating coach and a matchmaker. And I'm very excited because after 160 episodes, I'm pretty sure my memory serves me correctly, this is one of the first matchmakers that I've had on the show. And not only any matchmaker, but a very unique one. And she'll be telling you about what she does in just a second. But first, Natasha, thank you for being here and uh, dishing out some some advice and, and cool stories for us. I appreciate you doing that for us. It's it's amazing to be here. I, I saw many of your videos on YouTube. You're you're great. So it's an honor to to be spending the next 30 minutes with you. Yes, absolutely. Maybe longer if it gets a little crazy. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. So Natasha, tell us a little bit more about how you got into this and how you created Absolute Bachelor Club and then maybe go into a little bit about what it's about. Uh, yes, absolutely. You know, four years ago, I was looking for my purpose in life. I'd been doing so many things and uh, really lacking structure. I got to tell you, uh, three men told me I brought nothing to the table. Basically, I was an aspiring actress. I was jumping, uh, hopping jobs and really couldn't bring any structure to a man's life. Men who are successful are are not looking for a butterfly type of woman, and that's what I I was leaking. That's who I was, and um, and so four years ago, um, to make a long story short, because I I could uh, tell you a little more how it really started, but I launched my matchmaking business, and I serve. Uh, top 1% successful men who have it all, but somehow, you know, neglected putting some time in finding a special partner. And I help connect them with exceptional, compatible women so that uh, they can reach their long-term relationship or marriage goals. 
I like that. Okay, so let's get a little bit deeper here. Now, you started this company. Uh, what was the first thing you did to start something like this? How do you? How do? You, how did you? Think- Actually, uh, yeah, I launched my business at a networking event. It was free for me. Uh, the website was was built, and I got a booth. And told the world, I'm ready to match you. And it took me a few weeks to get the first client. Uh, But I got to tell you, the first client was not even a man. It was a woman. She had no clue she was my first client. And I would go to events every two weeks and find her amazing guys. And I'd make these introductions. And eventually she got matched. Now, your, your niche is a little bit different. Uh, I, I don't, I, I've met many matchmakers before, but you're going after very specific types of of men and women. Is that right? Correct. So in terms of the men, we are looking at um, men who um, have a certain financial success, you know, top 1%. Uh, They're professionals or often they're CEOs. They are their owners of their law firms, for example. um, They have like C-level executive positions, and those are the types of guys who come to me, uh, the, you know, entrepreneurs, businessmen, they're um, goal-oriented. They're looking for someone to, to do the scouting for them. They don't really have the time to look online. And even when they do, they'd rather I did the vetting, just introduce them to exactly what they're looking for, no time wasting, um, really, really high result, quick turnaround, and and that's that's who I that's who I service. Now, why them? I'm curious why you ended up meeting, uh, wanting to match these types of men over an everyday type of guy. What? Why them? Okay, so the money question is why I chose to match these gentlemen. You have to understand that for everyone, matchmaking is going to be difficult. It's, it's just never easy. There's so many things that come into play when you're seeking for a, a suitable partner for yourself. Um, unfortunately, so when you're online, you're meeting, you know, you're a guy, you're meeting girls, depending on what you want, you're always going to um, be evaluated for what you bring to the table. And that includes um, your values, your character trait, and your job, your your wallet. And so men and women alike are going to look at that when looking for a significant other. This is not about sugarcoating anything. We're not going to lie to ourselves. People look, people are looking for strong, stable individuals to build with. And that goes for men and women. I have men who make between one and three million a year who will tell me she's got to make a hundred thousand dollars. Why? Because they don't want to play daddy. They want the woman to be able to, you know, fix her car if it's broken down. So, so to eliminate the money factor is extremely helpful in matching individuals, and that's why I chose to. Um, to, to match high-end clients because I don't have to deal with that. Now, the, the client will come and say, you know what, it's better she doesn't work because she won't be able to travel with me and I like to travel a lot and I like to have my woman near me. Or 
the, the, the lady is not going to say, no, that's not what I'm looking for. I, if, if the woman is making a hundred to $250,000, she's actually looking for a man who's making the same or more because she finds it difficult to date someone who does not because one typical thing women will say is I don't want to pay for a man's way. Um, and so again, by choosing the elite, I'm eliminating the money questions, which contribute to failing marriages or broken relationships. So you're saying that both your female and your male clients are both wealthy? Uh, no. So um, some of my female clients are wealthy. Some of my female ladies in my database can be wealthy, but they're, they're not all wealthy. But they are definitely all uh, financially stable. So you can make 40000 a year and be financially stable. That's fine. You can have no salary and, and be financially stable. You have to be financially stable. So is that what you lead with in terms of your marketing? Like you're, you're only going to be taking in clients that are financially stable? Is that the main, main factor of, of this matchmaking? I would say that it's very important that also there's a, a price to uh, invest in my service is quite high. So if you didn't have a certain salary, it would be difficult to be able to uh, purchase matchmaking with a high-end boutique matchmaker like myself. So so to start with, that's going to eliminate a certain certain people. Uh, now, that's not to say that we couldn't help the people that, who can't afford matchmaking. We do date coaching and we offer a variety of services that can help um, anyone or most. Um, that being said, um, no, we, we are looking for, for people who are serious in finding a significant other. The most important criteria is to be single and to be and to want to be in a relationship um, your core values are what I'm going to evaluate in the two-hour interview. So I'm all about the human being. So what kind of questions do you usually ask in this two-hour interview to get to know them? Oh, wow. Uh, great question. So we ask about, first of all, we want a description of who they are, and we'll ask them um, why they want to be in a relationship right now. I go through um, um, history, so relationship history. That's going to tell me how they uh, handle their past relationships. Um, when there were breakups, how it happened. Um, when they had conflicts, how they dealt with conflict. Um, we're going to go through... I, I will ask them... Uh, to describe themselves and to tell me how people would describe them. I ask them about their faults as well. It's very important that people be honest with me on that end. Um, and then we go through questions with what they're looking for in a partner. And main, mainly people will describe someone that looks like them. It's very interesting what happens when you start describing your, your better half. Very, um, very often you get the impression that you just described yourself. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So people will kind of project what they are onto the person that they are looking for. Yes. Very and nice. then I visit, I do a home, a house visit 
So uh, I get to know my clients even better. I spend um, a certain amount of time with them, getting to know them after the initial interview. This way it's more um, relaxed. Um, everything, you know, the main questions were done. We've we signed a contract and now here I am in your home. And then you can tell me about your your watch collection or what it is you like to read. And, and I get to know you a little more. Got it. And so do you think you have more, you have a full database of, of men and women? Do more men come to you or more women sign up with you? Or how, how does that work? Uh, great question, Trip. You know, in matchmaking, matchmaking will always attract more women than it does men. That being said, a dating service or matchmaker will choose her uh, or his business model. The business model that I chose is one where we help predominantly male clients and we have a very large database of female candidates. Now we do take a few women per year as well, but mainly what we have is male clients so that we don't have conflicts of interest. There are business models where a dating service will have paying women and paying men and it can be great, positive, because one will think, well, if both are paying, that means they're both serious. Okay, yes. That being said, a company that would do that would have to control the amount of women that they take because they may uh, have like a surge of women and not be able to match them with the men. Um, or it creates a conflict of interest where now you have to provide introductions to both parties and you may have to make an introduction that is not exactly what the some what what one of the other person wants to fulfill the contract. So this is what we want to avoid. I want to get the exact match the first time, and if not the first, the second time. And to do that, I'd rather only have one person be the client. So then, how do you? F- so and then, then in this case, it's men. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. So how do you find your women then? They still come to you and you just add them to your database with no no fee? Okay, so I find them the way I would find a man. They see things on TV. If I have an interview on a morning show, mm. they Google for a matchmaker and they find my website. Uh, we do have scouts. So there are two girls that work for me uh, per city and they will go to events, go to bars, uh, go to restaurants and scout for more women to bring on to the database. We have an extensive referral network, so there are many individuals who can um, constantly refer uh, some great, amazing single individuals to my company. Um, And then we do some marketing as well. So women come from so many ways uh, to our database. In terms of free, the database is free for life, but they do have to pay if they want a one-on-one consultation. It's like the same interview that the client would have, and they pay a minimal fee for that. And why are you doing that then? What's what's the point of that? You because it's not it's not mandatory. It sounds like. Well, it, to be in the database, you don't have to pay anything. So my computer computer system. I just log in. I will have thousands of women who have not been interviewed um, and who are there and that I can call 
for a client when needed. However, some women want to have priority visibility. They want us to know them so that we can think about them. And for that, we charge for the time. Okay, got it. Okay, that makes but sense. But we're very ethical. Like, we won't just bring in anyone to have an interview. It's, it's, that's not what it's about. It's, a, it's about creating a nice profile and having a, a good um, relationship with the ladies. Right. So can you hire me to be the guy to go out to these bars and restaurants and approach these girls and have them sign up for your database? Because I would love to do that. <laughs> you have a job. You're hired, Trip. <laughs> yes, I get the job. Amazing. Now, I can't 100% tell you that these girls are going to go in your database, but you know we can try it out and see how it works. Yeah, I am sure you've great taste and that the ladies will be fantastic. And then the, your your men that listen to you, um, uh, well, they, they can come to me and then together we will match them. Look at that. I love it. Where are you based out of again? So main cities are Montreal, Toronto, and then soon New York City and Miami. Long Los Angeles is a little far, but if I've got you on board, we can open Los Angeles tomorrow. Look at that. All right. We're doing podcasts. We're starting business. This is wonderful. Awesome. Do you have any interesting stories or anything that has come from matching uh, some of these people? There's a story every day. There's a success story every day. So it's hard for me to pinpoint what an interesting story. Are you more interested in? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, you know, I've got clients who, who just are so attached with having high chemistry mm -hmm. on a photo. And... That's the great thing about a matchmaker is we know beyond the photo the energy of the person. One of the, the greatest qualities of a matchmaker is to be highly intuitive. And I've got this client who just, he would say no to everyone. Um, you know, the chemistry wasn't there on photo and, and finally accepted a match. I mean, um, I had to, um, to tell him to just trust me. And he went out and then finally found, found the one it's, it's extremely, um, it's rewarding for me, but for the clients to be able to find someone after going years without finding the right person, being in the wrong relationship, uh, you know how that can be, it can be very draining. Um, and he finally, um, found her and thanked me recently and said, we are so happy we're traveling and um, and that was it. How many how many people that how many men that sign up with you end up finding a match? At this point, and and things changed over the years, um, but at this point, uh, we have a success rate of ninety four percent. Whoa! In, when I yes, when I started the company, I was taking more clients um, from different. How can I say this? Um, I didn't necessarily have the 1% client that I was looking for. And, and again, it's what I was explaining at the beginning. It's much more difficult to, to match just regular clientele, right? And so by um, finding my niche and by only accepting the clients I know I can 
uh, get a, a result for immediately, my success rate just skyrocketed. So you're very picky on who you accept. So you, you make sure that it's someone that you know you can get results for. Yes. The clients have to have game already. You're not coming to me. If you're coming to me like this morning, okay, this morning I had an eight o'clock phone call. Guy calls me, hi, I'm a, I'm an introvert. I'm an engineer. Uh, I say, how long have you been single? He says, four years. So what have you been doing? Nothing. Have you been online? No. Why haven't you been online? I'm overwhelmed. I, I started a profile. I didn't even finish it. So that type of client He's coming in on Friday for his interview. And I said to him, are you open to me um, coaching you and perhaps accompanying you online where I'm going to help you with your profile and we're going to choose who we're going to communicate to online. So he's not ready to be my client because he doesn't have enough game that when I'm going to introduce him to the girls who are hot happening, they've got it all. Um, They have great personalities. They want to do a lot of things and and he's not going to be able to show them a great time on the first date. He's going to lose on the first date, and I'm going to burn the girl, and I don't want to do that. That You know, girls are – they're my business. So we're going to do what we need to do to either help him, help himself online, or get him ready for matchmaking later on. So when you say no game, maybe be more specific. You said like, – what, what does that look like to you, a guy that you wouldn't be able to introduce to a girl? Like, what does that look like? Ah, oh, what a what a heavy question to answer, yet so obvious when I when I just say it, right? Um, guys, you know you have to have game. What is game? Game is good personality. You don't want to show off, but you want to have just enough showing. If you've got things, the information can't just um, be uh, where you're bragging about things. The girl ha- you have to be somewhat mysterious, but you have to you have to have confidence. And you have to have your life together and mm-hmm. you have to be, that's how you're going to be attractive to an amazing woman who's, who's got her things together, who's, who's got her job, who's, who's structured, who's pretty, who's, who's emotionally intelligent, who's sane. Um, those girls are looking for strong men and that's what I mean by having game. Got it. Okay, cool. You don't have to. Having game is not, you know, owning five restaurants and driving a Porsche. No, having game is having something to say, being interesting, being confident, knowing that you can attract the lady and show her a nice time, and she's got to want to see you again. Now, on the other hand, what would be the qualifications for a woman that you would take in? Does a woman have to have game? What does a woman need for you to put her in the dating base database? Yes, so I love I love your questions, Trip. They're, they're really really good. Um, so aside from the obvious, we said financially stable, right? She's got to have a job. Doesn't matter which job, as long as she loves what she does. Um, she she has to demonstrate to me that she's whole and that she's not looking for someone else to make her happy. Mm. She cannot be entitled. If she is, that's fine. I'll, I have a little category of 
entitled women for the client who asks me for a princess, then I'll know who she is. Guys want that. But for, pardon me? Guys want, guys want that entitled woman. Some guys want that. Is that what you're saying? Once in a while, there's a guy who wants the trophy girlfriend and who, and he's going to deal with the personality that comes with the look. So once in a while, there's a, there's a client that wants that. But for most men, they're looking for a girl who's fun, who's down to earth, who's easygoing, and yes, who looks great in her high heels and can, you know, shoot some hoops with him or play tennis or go skiing or swimming or surfing. So, so we, we are looking for that girl who, who's just going to be a wow for my men and she's got to be down to earth. She really has to be down to earth. That's, that's what I look for. And once I get the girls out and I see that they're too precious, like, you know, they don't get as many dates from me or introductions because I know that that's not what my men want. And my men will tell me, if you know some girls are a little wacky, don't send them my way. Uh, define wacky. Like, how would they be wacky? <laughs> you and never I, dated I know, a wacky I know girl. You're, I know you're loving my questions. Well, <laughs> I, 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 have an, I think I have an idea of what that means, but but I don't know if the guys necessarily like know what that yeah. means. Yeah. Like so high maintenance? The guys, or is that different? Pardon me? Do you mean high maintenance or is that sort of different? Yeah. No. So all of the above. So some men will use high maintenance. Some, some will say, you know, emotionally stable. Um, uh, they, they don't want, they don't want the girl that is just too much. Too much. You know, they're always, mm -hmm. There's always a fire to put out, and there's always something. That's not what people are looking for Drama, nowadays. Drama, always something going on, always something wrong, or yeah, some sort of mess to clean up. That's it. They're pulling them down. Got it. Got it. So, all right. So let's let's do this. Let's go through the the process a little bit. Like if I were to sign up with you. What would I have to do? Like, what are the first steps? I want the guys to know exactly what it's like to work with a matchmaker. The first step, like in my office, once you're you're there. Yeah. So it, uh, the whole steps is, I'm interested. I call you up, and the first thing is the interview, or. Yeah, I'll do a like a complimentary 15 minute phone call with you, just so that we can establish that you're someone that I can work with. You're interviewing me like I'm interviewing you. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a, a mutual match between the matchmaker and the client. Uh, once that's done, we either, depending on where you are, we either Skype or uh, you come to my office or fly me to your city. Uh, from there, we um, have a two-hour, two- to three-hour sit-down, and um, I, I assess your needs and... Once we, uh, we're, we've signed you up, uh, you're going to get some complimentary coaching session. You're going to then get a, a photo shoot if we need it. And then, um, you know, I'll visit your home. If you feel you need a, a stylist wardrobe makeover, we can do that. Sometimes you don't, and that's just fine. And then very shortly after, the introductions will begin. So 
we set you up on your first. So we send you a few profiles. You'll say, say yes to the ones you like, and you get to decline the ones you don't. Um, and then we set you up on the date. We make the reservation for the first date. Uh, you tell me where you want to go, take out the lady. Um, and then from there, we'll speak again after the first date so that we can see how it went. And, um, and we go from there. Okay. So it's pretty fast to get set up on a date from the moment you start. Very, very fast. That's, that's, uh, if that's my highest, uh, that's one of my, um, you know, unique proposition, my matchmaking. Mm -hmm. If I can't find you a match quickly, you shouldn't be signed up. So it's, it's extremely quick. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which means you're really, you're really getting good fits then for the clients that you take on. It sounds like you, you know, who would be able to get a date pretty fast. So, cause does, if you You've say, like, cut if you, out a little bit trip, I was going to say, if you were to send me a couple of profiles and now it'd be like, okay, you send me, let's say you send me three profiles and I like all the girls. I'm like, okay, I'm interested in all of them. Do you go to them now and show them my profile or will they just, they trust you and they'll go on the date? Hi, Trip. You there? Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, I can hear you now. You can, you can hear me now? You're gone again. I can hear you now. So if there's, if there's a guy that you're trying to match and you send him a few profiles and he likes all the profiles that you send him, do you have to then go to the girl and ask her if she's interested too, or she'll just take your word for it? No, that's how, that's exactly how it'll go. So it's it's a blind date for the lady, um, but um, I have to go to her, send her the guy's profile, tell her about him on the phone, and then if she accepts, we have the date. She can decline. But it's blind. It's blind for the girl, and it's not blind for the guy. That's correct. That's the exchange for the free match for the girl. Free for you, go on a blind date. Oh. Works very well. We're trying to make a match that's going to please everybody. Um, and the girls are going to be very excited about the guy. We're not there to match them with someone they're not going to find attractive. It works. What the if, system works, Trip. What if, I believe you, I believe you. What if you, what if the guy's like, I insist that they see my picture? You'll, you'll still say no? No, I can do it. Then they they're aware that I may get declined introductions, and it may take a little longer for them to get the match that they want. But I can do it. Interesting. Well, let's go deeper into this because this is very interesting right here. Is that a guy? It's like you don't. It's almost as if it feels like you don't want the girls to see the pictures of the guys because they might make a quick judgment on that. You'd rather them just be in person with them to give the girl a chance to meet him and, 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 and experience his personality. Is that right? Or That is right. Uh, men and women will judge pictures first. This is why you have the success of some of the dating apps. Um, but people come to me to make the match. They're coming to me for a reason, and that is for my expertise in making a very, very good match. So they do 
trust me and they take the chance of meeting a guy going blind. Okay, so then they'll they'll take that opportunity. That sounds like a smart way to do it and it sounds like it works well because if you're if you're batting at 94%, I mean that's that's pretty good. It is. Amazing. Well, Natasha, before we wrap up this this interview here, are there any pieces of advice that you give the guys that you coach more often than not? And maybe that one piece of advice you can share with us on this podcast? Yeah. Um, Trip, you know, the first impression is the only impression that counts when you're thinking of getting a second date. And really take some time to do a little research on the person that you're going to meet. You know, in today's day and age, it's really hard to say, you know, you couldn't do some research, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook or, or anything, before going out on the date. And listen to the ladies. Listen to what they have to say and ask questions and go deeper every time they mention something. It's it's so easy to make a good first impression when you're prepared, um, and it makes the woman feel special. And just think of hot buttons. Think of um, making a lasting impression, making her laugh, making her feel good so that she's going to remember those things. Use all of her five senses and and she'll she'll want to see you again. I like that. That's great. So if guys want to work with you, where could they find you? They can go to the website at www.absolutebachelorclub.com. They can call 1-855-487-5487 and it'll be a pleasure to get on the phone with them and help them find the one. The slogan for my company is looking for the one, not just anyone. There's no compromise. I like that. Very powerful. Natasha, thank you so much for being here and just sharing all about your business. Like I said, I I never interviewed a matchmaker before, so this was really eye-opening to me and I'm sure for a lot of the guys who were listening. So thank you again. Keep up your excellent work trip. It was a pleasure to be here. And if ever you need me again on a podcast, I would love to come back. Awesome. Thanks so much.